Good morning. Um, today, I'm going to teach you how to be a missionary. And all you need is a big blank piece of paper. That's all you need. One blank piece of paper, I'm going to teach you how to be a missionary. All right? It's very simple, okay? You just take this piece of paper, and you take one corner right like this, and you fold it down like this. You just um, fold it right down just like this. So you, it looks like this now, okay? Your piece of paper looks like this right now, all right? All right? Now you're, now you're going to fold it again, and your piece of paper is going to look like a house. It looks like a house right now, Okay? Looks like a house right now, right? You got it? All right? You don't have it? Come on, come on, come on. You, first of all, you take your piece of paper, you fold it like this, then you're going to fold this down so it looks like a house. This still help him. Okay? Looks like a house. Okay? Everybody have their house now? All right. Now you're going to fold your house in half. You'll fold your house in half, so now you have a half a house. You have half a house. Okay? You have half a house. Everybody have half a house? Let me see your half a house. All right, half a house. All right? Now you're going to fold it again. You're going to have a quarter of a house now. You fold this piece over here like this, and so really it looks like an airplane if you put... These out like this, it looks like an airplane, okay? All right, you can make it into an airplane, but you, you know, you have to fold it so it's half, you've got a quarter of a house now, okay? A quarter of a house, all right? Now, you're done folding. You're all done folding, so you're going to take a pencil, and you're going to draw a line from, the from, from one half of the house, you're going to draw a line, Straight down, straight down, straight down, all the way to the bottom of your house. Okay, from the top of your house, from the top, straight down, halfway. You're going to draw a line right there, okay? All right, now you're done. You're going to take this home. You're done now, okay? Because now you take your scissors. Take your scissors. Now, ladies, don't take your scissors out of your purse now. Okay? Don't take your scissors out of your purse now. You've got to do this at home. Okay? And I, re I, re I want you to fold and refold and fold and refold until you get this right. Okay? You know, fold and refold and fold and refold until you get it right. So, so, so you should come up with a quarter of a house. Okay? Now you're done, and I'm, I'm going to hack this thing in two. All right, now, Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And uh, it's very, very important. That, oh, no, I got some. There's some left over, Miss Steele. Oh, okay. Oh, I screwed up. <laughs> All right. Yes, Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And um, it says this. It says that there were two other men that were crucified with Jesus. Two other men that were crucified with Jesus. Get the two other crosses up there. Two other men that were crucified with Jesus. One of the criminals 
who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. And the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence. We are punished justly, for we are getting what we, our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And uh, it's very, very important that we understand that Jesus died with two criminals. And then it tells us that Pilate, are you, are you done yet? Mercy sakes, I need a new helper. <laughs> then it says this, Pilate had a notice prepared and fastened to the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews. Many of the Jews read the sign, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and the sign was written in Aramaic, Latin, and Greek. The chief priest of the Jews protested to Pilate, do not write the king of the Jews, but, but what, that this man claimed to be the king of the Jews. Pilate answered, what I have written, I have written. And so therefore, he said that he was the king of the Jews. And then it says this. Now it was the day of preparation. The next day was to be a special Sabbath because the Jews did not want the body left on the crosses during the Sabbath. They asked Pilate to have the legs broken and the bodies taken down. The, the soldiers therefore came and broke the legs of the first man who came and had been crucified with Jesus and those of the others. But when they came to Jesus, found that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced Jesus' side with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. The man who saw it was given testimony, and his testimony is true. He knows that he tells the truth. And so we see here that, that uh, they pierced his side. And then I have two pieces left over. Okay? Two pieces left over. Okay, Mrs. Steele. These pieces are this. When the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes, divided them into four shares, one for each of them. With the undergarments remaining, this garment was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. Let's not tear it, they said to one another. Let's decide by lot which we will get it. This happened that the scriptures might be filled with said. They divided my garments among them and cast lots for my clothing. So they gambled for his clothes. And therefore, we have the fact that Jesus, God's son, loves us. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And that's the gospel message that we can all share with anybody else. If you just have one piece of paper, just fold it up, cut it in two, and you have this complete story of how Jesus died for each and every one of us. Thank you very much. Now, remember, we're a missionary church, and so therefore we need to send this, this missionary message out to the world, to each and every one of us. In, in Psalm 67, Psalm 67 today, does anybody remember the last time I spoke, I spoke from Psalm 139. Anybody remember the three words that I had for Psalm 139? Does anybody remember the three words I had? Um, omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent, right? 
God is all-knowing, everywhere present, and he's, he's all-powerful. And so remember that uh, Psalm 67 is a psalm that's considered a missionary psalm. I believe this church is a missionary church. We have some 21 missionaries that we support, and the psalm is a psalm that has a subtitle to the chief musician of, on stringed instruments. It was probably a song that was sung in days past, and a song that is sung today as well. The stringed instruments were probably harps when this psalm was written. And you can imagine David playing his harp and singing this psalm as well. This is a psalm that is a missionary psalm, and we're going to understand why it's a missionary song. It says this, Psalm 67 reads like this, God be gracious to us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us, Selah, that they may... that the, that thy way may be known on the earth, thy salvation among all nations. Let the peoples praise thee, O God. Let all the peoples praise thee. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For thou wilt judge the peoples with uprightness and guide the nations on the earth, Selah. Let the peoples praise thee, O God. Let all the peoples praise thee. The earth has yielded its produce. God, our God, blesses us. God blesses us. That, that all the ends of the earth may fear him. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you today that you've given to us your word. And we thank you today that we can praise you as a nation. We can praise you as a people that, that uh, love you and care for each and every one of us today. And Lord, we thank you for your watch care over each and every one of us this past week. We just pray that you would help us, that we might be a blessing to someone today, tomorrow, and the rest of the week. And Lord, help us that we might always praise you in all that we do and say. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. It's um, in verse 1, we have a request for blessing. God, be merciful to us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us. This comes to us from Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 through 27, which says this, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. So they shall invoke my name on the sons of Israel, and I then will bless them. This was when, when the high priest would pronounce this beautiful blessing upon the people the high priest would, would pronounce this blessing upon the people. You say, but we're not priests. Yes, we are priests today. It says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's possession, so that you may proclaim the excellency of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. For for." For you once were not a people, but now you are the people of God. You, are, you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. We offer a priestly service to the world, and, and we need to make sure that uh, we spread forth God's mercy uh, to each and every one that we meet. God be merciful to us, it says. The psalmist first knew his need for mercy. This sets our hearts in the right frame of mind. We all need mercy. 
Spurgeon said this, the best saint and the worst sinner may unite in this petition. The best saint and the worst sinner may unite in this position. God, be merciful to us and bless us all beyond the mercy of God, which he could show by simply leaving us alone, by not destroying us. We want God to bless us also. It would be quite a sight to see a guilty criminal before a judge pleading for mercy and receiving it and then asking for a blessing. That's God's love towards us, and that's how great God's love is towards us today. God, be merciful to us and bless us. Has God blessed you this week? I hope he has. He's blessed me this week. I hope he's blessed you this week as well. And it says, and cause his face to shine upon us. And cause his face to shine upon us. To have the glorious, happy face of God shining upon us is the greatest gift we could have. To know that as God looks upon us, that he is very pleased. Not because you are or what you have done, but because you are in Christ Jesus. There's no greater source of peace and power in life than being in Christ Jesus today. Boyce said this, a shining face is the opposite of an angry face. And a face turned towards someone is the opposite of a face turned away in, in indifference or disgust. A shining face implies favor and it Im implies the friend friendliness of warm, of warm um, personal relationships too. Spurgeon said this, why should he fret if God smiles? What matters through all the world should censor if Jehovah countenances his, his, his servant, a look of approval from God creates a deep, delightful calm within the soul. Think about the greatness of God's mercy. Think about the greatness of God's blessing. Think about the approval of God's shining face upon us today. Spurgeon said these three petitions include all that we, we have here or hereafter. And then it, he continues on in this psalm and it says, and that, the, that, and that thy way may be known on the earth. Remember I said this is a missionary psalm. That thy way may be known on all the earth. That thy way may be known on the earth. The reason for God's blessing, that your way may be known on the earth, your salvation among all nations, that your way be made known on the earth. The reason the psalmist asked for this high and blessed, great blessing wasn't a selfish reason. He asked for the blessing for the sake of God's glory and for the sake of the perishing multitudes around us. When people see the work of God in the lives of his people, his blessings are active upon them. It's one way God makes his way known on earth. When it seems that God is silent or dead in the lives of his people, it is a great hindrance of making his way known on earth. 
Boyce said, it may be said without fear or contradiction that the greatest hindrance to evangelism in this world today is the failure of our church to supply evidence in her own life and the work of the saving power of God. Are you evident? Is it evident in God's life that God has saved you and he wants to, he wants to uh, help you to redeem the world? And uh, it's important for us to understand this. The way of the Lord is to be published abroad. Remember what it says in Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20. It says, Go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Jesus said for us to... Make disciples of all nations. To make disciples of all nations. We have, we have an obligation to the world to share Jesus Christ with the world. And I believe that's part of the reason that we send forth missionaries from this church so that they, we can reach out to the entire world. And uh, many of our missionaries that we support here in our church are, they, they, they spread throughout the whole world in, in the ministry that they, they, each of them have. To be known on the earth, God, wants us to have the same heart, the same vision, to all the earth, to all the earth. Your salvation among all nations, that your salvation be made known upon all the nations. We should see a perishing world and long for God's salvation among all nations. We unashamedly ask God to bless us, but not only for ourselves, but so that his will may be known in all the earth and his salvation among all the nations. It's important for us to make sure this is known. Then in verse C, it says, Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the peoples praise thee. Praise the Lord, it says. Let the people praise you, O God. Let all the people praise you. We must first and foremost a prayer to God. It's fine to call upon the peoples to praise God, but it's also fine to ask God to bring the nations to himself. To ask God to bring the nations to himself. It says in Revelation chapter 7, and verse 9, it says this, After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude, which no one could count, from every nation, all tribes and people and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes and palm branches were in their hands. All the people were there, from every tribe and every nation, were there praising God, and that's what we have to look forward to as we meet him in glory. Let all the people praise you. It wasn't big enough to pray, let the people praise you. But the psalmist took it a step deeper. Let all the people praise you. Are we praising the Lord today? I trust we are. He, in verse 4, it says, Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For thou wilt judge the people with uprightness and guide the nation on the earth, Selah. Let the peoples praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. 
Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. Oh, what a day that would be when we stand before the throne and all the people will sing those words, worthy is the lamb. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. Worthy is the lamb. I look forward to that day, don't you? It's going to be a blessed day. Worthy is the lamb. Worthy is the lamb. Why should the nations be so happy? Why should the nations be so happy? Because God is coming back again someday. Yes, Jesus is coming again. God forbid that knowing Jesus is coming again should make us less passionate about missions. We should be more desirous to tell others about the Lord and to share the good news that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, that he took our sins upon him and he died for each and every one of us. In verse 6, it says this, Earth has yielded its produce. God, our God, blesses us. The earth has yielded its produce. God, our God, blesses us. The earth shall yield its increase. When the earth knows God's way, God's salvation, and God's praise, when we do this, the earth itself is happy because the people of the earth are doing what God's created them to do. It's just like using something for the exact use and it is the exact way that the manufacturer designed it to be. It, it's just great. Will Seeker said this. He said, let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our God, shall bless us. Our unthankfulness is the cause of the earth's unthankfulness. While man is blessing God for his mercies, he is blessing man with his mercies. Thank you, God, for your mercies to us each and every day. Psalms, and it continues on here. It says in verse 6b, God our God blesses us. God blesses us that all the earth, the ends of the earth, may fear him. When we share God's heart and vision for the world, we shall be blessed. When we share God's heart and vision for the world, we shall be blessed. We must be blessed. So we see a glorious circle. We are blessed. We use that blessing to pray for and to reach a hurting world. And as that aligns with us, the hearts of God, we are blessed even more. So we use that blessing for all the earth, and it just goes on and on and on. And I trust that you're sharing God's word with others and, and telling others about the Lord Jesus Christ that's done so much for you. It's worth, it's worth looking at our lives and seeing if we have broken the circle anywhere. Have we stopped believing that God blesses us? Have we stopped seeing God's heart in all of it? If we, if we don't break the circle, we really move from glory to glory. This psalm encourages me, and I trust it encourages you, to continue to pray for our missionaries. And um, now we, you receive, each, 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 each month you receive a, um, a copy of our missionaries and their prayer requests 
are given out each month. And um, we're going to go through, now we're going to go through these prayer requests at this time, um, for us at this time. Um, roll the tape. Kids, on your paper, I want to make sure you understand this. On your paper, you have um, two, two different things there, okay? Brian and Laura Dix was one of the people there, okay? Where are they at? Grand Rapids, Michigan, okay? Sam Flores is in the Philippines, right? All right? David and Rhea. What? Carmukar, right? Carmukar. All right, they're in Bangladesh, okay? And then Jeremy and Carrie Lindsley are at Camp Barakow at in um, Michigan, all right? Brian and Heather McFall Fawzi are in Cameroon, Africa, all right? Joe and Carolyn Peters are in Arizona. Jason and Ashley Pache. But what? I want to tell you something about Wisconsin, okay? Wisconsin is a, is a state that has the most sin in it, okay? Wisconsin is a state with the most sin in it, okay? Wisconsin, S-I-N, it has the most sin in it, all right? That's extra, okay? You don't have to pay anything for that one, okay? Dave and Jan Santos is in Brazil, okay? And Amy Wichterman is in Kalamazoo, Michigan, right, okay? And um, please take time this week to remember to pray for these dear people. They need your prayers, and, and uh, it's very, very uh, important that we pray for each and every one of them today. Um, we want to remember these folks in our prayers and remember to pray for them each and every day. It says that the ends of the earth may fear him. And that's how this psalm closes, that the ends of the earth may fear him. God get, gets the respect, the honor, the praise, and the glory for each and every one of us. And it's important that we... Uh, that we worship him and praise him and thank him.